we are sitting in a situation now where the Seahawks have got two minutes to go uh, going by Twitter apparently they have made their pick but we'll say nothing we also have coming up after that in terms of the next few teams picking we've got the Lions the Raiders uh, the Falcons the Bears uh, the Eagles and the Titans interesting to see just while we're waiting because NFL Network have taken a break I'd, I'd be interested Colin do you think we can see the Titans trade up now or do you think they might sit pretty where, where they're at if they trade up it would. I don't think it would be with the Seahawks I think the Seahawks I think want to use this pick to just improve their defense most likely but I think a team would want to the next probably opportunity to trade up would be the next pick because uh, I think people would want Raiders. to get ahead of the Raiders. Yeah, they want to get ahead of the Raiders uh, with the Detroit pick and then, you know, just pick their quarterback because I don't think, I think if a court, if Levis did fall, they would at least be tempted. I think the Raiders would at least be tempted to, to pick him up. Yeah, there's, been a lot, um, there's been a lot of speculation about Levis being, going to the Raiders, you know. Ooh. And I, I don't know whether that's disinformation that's been put out there or whether they really do like him. Um, obviously, he gives them a big arm. He can th- make every throw on, on the field. Again, not a polished guy yet. And, you know, got a ways to go. I, I think, uh, Colin, when you look at the Seahawks, with Maurice Kelly, their director of, of player development, they may consider real hard Jalen Carter here because this is a team that needs inside pass rush help He's the most dominant defensive player when he plays hard in the draft. He doesn't always play hard. Um, but the Seahawks have taken those kinds of guys in the past. They've taken guys that, uh, I won't say they're issue guys, but they're guys that do with big personalities and come with some baggage. And Pete's able, because Maurice does such a great job, Pete's able to get those guys to, to buy in and to play. So, if I'm a Seahawk fan, I'm I got my fingers crossed right here that you take Jalen Carter. I I would have to agree. I think if you're the Seahawks, you know, like you you'd consider maybe one of the top cornerbacks, but I think you have a greater need on the interior defensive line than you do at the cornerback position. I mean, they've picked really well at cornerback through the years, and you know, I don't think it's it's as big a need as that interior defensive line is and if you have the chance to pick a guy who could be a pro bowler in his first year you know I think you just have to do it even if you do have problems with the personality issues like as you said like they they've not shied away from taking you know personality issue guys ever since Pete Carroll's been there so uh, I'd be very you know I'd back up that that pick just a big shout out to everybody watching this right now on Twitter. We've already broke a record audience on this uh, on, on any platform we've ever streamed to. So thank you very much for that, folks. Um, pick is in just while I'm waiting on Mr. Roger to make the pick. Big shout out to Luke Keith DC. Shout out to Luke uh, and Keith DC. Keith, it's sorry, lads, two o'clock in the morning here. I'm, all good. Uh, Keith, you're, you're more than welcome to come tomorrow night to this meetup. Give us a shot. We'll get you some tickets if you're up for it, mate. Um, I, I love what you're saying about, about Carter there, Jeff. In, uh, well, actually, hold on. Roger's walking out. Roger? I say Roger's or Roger? It's, it's Lynn. <laughs> Sorry, the people on the podcast. Aaron Rodgers is now the commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, that. De- 
David Witherspoon. Corner. What? What? <laughs> I was wrong. No, but you know what? You're, you're not wrong in a way, right? Because you know he was going to go defensive player, right? And we said if they felt they could handle Carter, you got a chance to go get the best corner. And you know how Pete loves his DBs, right? Here's a kid that he doesn't fit that 6-3 mold that they typically like to have him. But now they've got a dynamic duo back there in the secondary. Witherspoon, to me, was far and away the best corner in the draft. Is a guy that, unlike a lot of corners, he can tackle. He has 11 tackles for a loss as a college player. I mean, that's incredible for a corner. And so <laughs> he can, you know, he can do all the things that you want a kid to do. I think it's a great pick for the Seahawks. I love the pick. I'm, Connell, I like, I, I, I thought it was going to be Carter. I, I was ready to rock and roll here. So I'm, like, you'll see my reaction if you watch his back, folks. Um, just going on what Jeff said there as well. He needs to watch his aggressiveness potentially, but you know, going in Seattle historically have had some fantastic players at that position. Um, you know, he's he's an immediate starter in the league. But if he can try and just improve his athleticism, get to that next level of his, you know, finishing and create more toughness in his play, um, this is the guy that, you know, again, another high ceiling. Um he has missed three games. Uh, in his between his sophomore and junior season, it's not too much of a thing, but he does have slight hamstring injuries, which could be an issue with that position. But uh, Seahawks get their man, and the Raiders are not on the clock yet. The Detroit Lions are on the clock. Jeff, you're gonna Jamie have to wait Hart. a few minutes for, for, for just for your Raiders. Do you think that's, so? a, that's a very down capitalist pick. I, I, I have said for three weeks that I think Jalen Carter could fall to the Lions, and I think that Dan Campbell. This is a guy that Dan Campbell would love to have in Detroit because if there's a team that has a culture that could get this guy's motor to run hot all the time, it's the Detroit Lions. And one of the areas, they improved their secondary and free agency. They've got players on both edges. This would be a fantastic pick if you're a Lions fan because you're going to get maybe, maybe, maybe the most talented player in the draft, the entire draft. And I'm talking about every player on the board, right? There are a number of scouts that I talked to had him rated the number one player in the draft, right? If you could get him with the sixth pick and you put him in that defensive rotation and you got those edges that they've got with Hutchinson and you got Anzalone, you got great young linebackers. They went out and helped that secondary. I'm going to tell you something. The Lions have a great opportunity to win that division. It's it's a real time of change in the NFC North as well, Connell. You know, you got Rogers leaving. The Bears are the Bears. I mean, the Vikings have a situation with their quarterback going on there down the stretch. Jeff's Jeff said it. This is such a Don Campbell pick here now. If it happens. Yeah, like you consider as well that the Lions, like this pick that they're going to pick with, that's not even their pick. That's a pick that they traded away for. Like their pick is later on in the draft and they almost made the playoffs. It was, it did, like if you look at this team, you saw that at the start, you're saying maybe four or five wins. They got, what was it, eight or nine? Like yeah. that's that's crazy. Like, and that's a, that's a, those are like culture wins. Those aren't even like, oh. you know, we just got through. Lads, something's crazy. happened. There's been a trade. Should, should we just say it or should we wait? Hang on, let me like, see the team. Oh. <laughs> Jeff, the Lions are sending the sixth pick 
to the Cardinals. The Cardinals are back on the, the clock. Cardinals surely or do you think the Cardinals are? I tell you what, the Cardinals are wheeling and dealing today. This is uh, mad, mad. Um, this is just uh, like where where do we go here? Like, there's been this is probably, and I don't want to say this. This in the last ten years, this may have been the busiest first few picks ever in draft history. Like, for definitely in the last ten years, we've had so much so much stuff going on here. It's so hard to call. How much? How much more can the Cardinals give away? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're right. Do, do they give away the te- the pick that they just got from the Texans? I don't know, but I mean, they went down and then jumped back to come back. Picks, picks, twelve and thirty four. They gave up. So the Lions now have almost. They have another first rounder, so they have two first rounders and a high second, which is almost in this draft where there's thirty one. It's almost they- perfect. And they could even use that to trade back up into the first round. Exactly. Uh, we've hit 20,000 tonight on Twitter, folks. Uh, and we're only through the first five picks. So uh, a massive thanks to everybody, including Jeff, for his support. So pretty crazy. I'll cry later on tonight when I realize how much that actually means. Um, <laughs> it's taking a break. We're, we're waiting for everything to happen. It's, it's been interesting so far here. Um, anybody want to stop a guess at who they're going to pick? Did they go crazy and pick somebody that we don't expect to in a certain position? I don't think they pick Jalen Carter. I think they apparently just think they're going to go cornerback here, and I, I just, I just can't see it. But like then it's like, why would they trade back up if they aren't going to pick like Jalen Carter? Because I feel like there's a higher chance that a cornerback falls to them than Jalen Carter falls. Jalen Carter falls to them at twelve. You know, there are some good ones. This this is a great cornerback class. And right now I'd say Christian Gonzalez will be the next corner on everybody's board, the kid out of Oregon. He's a long, smooth, fluid athlete, a really, really good corner. The guy I love, and I mean, he, he's not rated as high on some people's boards, but, you know, the, the kid um, from uh, Maryland, no, from Maryland, I'm telling you. That Banks kid, I love the way he plays press man. Now, there's a bunch of guys, Joey Porter Jr., and a bunch of guys rated ahead of him on most boards. But I'm going to tell you, somebody's going to get a really good football player when that guy comes off the board. Pick's in. Pick is in, baby. They could even go Tyree. Maybe they go Tyree Wilson. Do they get protection for Kyler Murray? I think it's a question. You know, this is a guy that like, we don't even know when he's going to be fit to play this season. And when he is fit I, to play, does he have enough protection? But That's I feel like they could, they could get that at 12. So then why do they trade up unless they... But it's the Cardinals, the Connell, it's, the, it's the Cardinals. Like, I mean, like, it's, like, it's, it's Jonathan Gannon sitting there like going like, <laughs> like, do you know. Here we go, Pixon. Did we get a Hawaiian drum roll from the bird at Jeff's house? No? No? <laughs> What was that? By the way, Jeff, what was that? Like, you were talking like two picks ago when this massive, like, gust of wind just came through. I was like, mm-hmm. what on earth was that? It was incredible. Like, but I was like, what, what, what is it there? That's what they call Makana. That's the wind here. Makana. Interesting. Interesting. Here we go. The Arizona Cardinals select. Paris Johnson, the offensive there you go. tackle. There's your, there's your uh, offensive tackle. 
Jeff, this is a guy that, you know, zone-based scheme, definitely, but, you know, he's, his fluidity, his athleticism, future left tackle in this league, without a doubt, and a guy that was at Ohio State, number one, in my opinion, in his position going into this draft, uh, a good pickup for the Cardinals. Uh, interesting selection at that, at that number, though. Well, I think, you know, it's really interesting when you talk about a quarterback that has been hit as much as Kyler Murray's been hit. And Kyler Murray's, a, you know, he's an elusive guy. Um, you've got Kelvin Beecham back for another year. He's at the tail end of his 12 or 13-year career. Paris Johnson should be a plug-and-play starter for them. He is long. He's 6'6", 318 pounds. His arms are almost as long as I think they were second longest in the league in the, you know, in terms of combine measurements. He can bend. He's fluid. He, you know, he's one of those guys that he's so long and he's so light on his feet. He's really, really tough to counter as a pass rusher. I think he's going to be a, has a potential to be a pro bowler for years and years to come. When you draft your first pick, that guy should be a perennial pro bowler or he should be a hall of famer. And this kid has the, he has the physical attributes and the, and the body of work on film that make you say he's far and away the best tackle in the, in the class. We will address that comment in a little second about the Raiders and Trey Lance. Uh, Pars Johnson, Connell, I mean, he does need to show a bit, you know, better control when he's at the top of the rush, but um, he's had some really, really good games. Um, in his two-year starter at Ohio State. He had sacks in two games, uh, sacks allowed, sorry, uh, against Michigan and Georgia. But, but bar that, he was the first ever Ohio State Buckeye to win our consensus All-American honors in eight years. So there's a, there's a lot there, a lot of potential with him. It's about going to the right team. And, I mean, the Cardinals, Kyler Murray needs as much protection as he can get whenever he's a player like that. Yeah, I think, like, personally, like, when it, I would have, I prefer Skaronsky over him, but his ceiling is higher than what Skaronsky's ceiling is, I think. And I think that's why you pick him. And it's not like, you know, it's not like even right now there's a massive gap between them because since he's a lot more athletic than Skaronsky, he is able to just make up for any mistakes he might make anyway. So it's just, it's, it's kind of just a leveling out thing. But you know this guy is more. This guy is more likely, I think, to be an All Pro than what Skaronsky is to be an All Pro. Absolutely, Jeff. It's your Vegas Raiders coming up next. Um, <laughs> what do you reckon? I, you, know, I mean, like, you, you had a tour of the new facility a few months ago. I yes, I did, and it, it was absolutely beautiful. And you know, we there was a pretty good retired quarterback walking around in the Raiders facility that day when I was there, but I'm not going to tell you who it was because it oh, was shocking. Now, I, I've never told anyone what you told me. I've never even told my wife. I haven't even told my wife. I was like, when I walked around the corner and there he was, I was like, are you kidding me? What are you doing? What are you doing here? He, the dog doesn't want you to tell him. Who's excited about the pick too? Um, he's, he's rooting for the, for the, the trade to pick to Cleveland, so he's been part of the dog pound. Um, I I'll tell you what, this one scares me as a Raider fan. Okay, I'm just telling you, this scares me because right now the Raiders gotta go defense. They gotta get their defense squared away, right? And there's so many good defensive players on the board, and particularly secondary players, right? But my 
something in me tells me that the Raiders would do a very Raider-like thing and go Will Levis here. <laughs> And I, <laughs> I might fall over. I might jump off the. I might jump off my lanai tonight if if they take Will Levis. But I'd go. I would go defensive player. There is obviously Jalen Carter's there. There's another inside guy from Clemson, Miles Murphy, who's a much cleaner prospect. Plays all the way up and down the line. He can be a edge. He can be a three technique. He can be any what anything you want him to be. Plays extremely hard. I like him a ton. Gonzalez, the secondary kid, I like him a ton. Uh, I don't think there's a first-round linebacker in this draft. Maybe, maybe a couple guys that you would reach for. Um, you know, I just really feel like the Raiders need to go defense here. I think back to that moment in my life. But three minutes, Raiders taking their time here, Connell. Uh, I'll never forget. It was on the stream, and uh, the Raiders picked Alex Alex Leverwood. I made 55 graphics for a 32-man draft and there was no mention or there was no folder of Alex Leverwood on it and I was going who who is this guy um, oh I hope this oh man Jeff Jeff's getting me riled up here Con, like, I hope they take Will Levis picks in picks in have, who are you going to take it should be defense but it's, oh. it, it's going to be Levis I, I, it just has to be because it's the Raiders and the Raiders always <laughs> just have to pick whoever they want to pick and not who everyone else thinks they should pick here, look, Le- right, so Levis, Levis is sitting there. There's no smile on his face. There's been no tweets from any insiders at all. The pick is in. So we're, we're going to get a very natural reaction here. Can I just say, if they pick Will Levis, you've got a two-time Super Bowl champion, Gents, as your starting quarterback already. I know he didn't play in, in, in those games and he... You know, bottled it against the, the Chiefs. It would be like but, uh, the third or fourth time that Jimmy Garoppolo would have to play in front of a replacement <laughs> quarterback. We we must be close here now, but Jeff, if this is a quarterback, this is the best, the best first part of the first round we've ever seen. Surely, like this is ten out of ten. <laughs> I, t- I I agree with with Kong. It's like the most Raider thing you could possibly do would be would be to take either this is this would be like taking janikowski in the first round taking a kicker in the first round which the raiders did now he turned out to be a great kicker but you don't take kickers in the first round they also took jamarcus russell if you remember in the first round so like this is please be a defensive player Uh, here we go senor goodell is coming out here to check it out um let's see let's see now, just a reminder, this is the seventh pick. So I'm intrigued to see who, who they're going to get at seven here. Surely they wouldn't go too far on this. A big shout out to Aidan McGuire, by the way, AFI commissioner, American Football Ireland commissioner, who says, uh, Gentlemen, how are we? Aidan, go to bed, pal. I'm joking. I'm joking. But, uh, no, no, hang up, mate. Stay up with us, Aidan. Stay up with us, brother. <laughs> Aidan is a big supporter of the game locally, obviously, in his role, but a big supporter of this podcast. and Massively appreciate it, and I uh, look forward to uh, heading to the Shamrock Bowl this year, wherever it is. No harm, but if it's in Cork, lads, uh, like I mean, Jeff, that's like me flying to Hawaii, going to Cork. So it's uh, it's it's a long way away. I think Connell's seen the pick, and he's trying not to react. I haven't. I have not seen the pick. I'm looking around. 
Uh, big shout out to everyone watching this right now, by the way. Keith, Ian, Luke, everyone watching it. Really appreciate it, folks. Here is Roger Goodell for Jeff's favorite team. Tyree Wilson. Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech. Okay. Now, okay. okay. Now, that's a, that's a little bit of a Raider move, right? Yeah. yeah. Because if you remember, one of the things that Mr. Davis always did was he was all about athletes, right? And if you couldn't run a specific 40 time, you weren't going to get drafted by the Raiders. He, he was a numbers guy. This is a numbers player. If you just go on his profile, he would go ahead of Will Anderson, but he's not nearly the player on tape that Will Anderson is. He's a dynamic, explosive, tremendous change of direction athlete. It will be interesting to see how much he'll develop under that coaching staff. And I think he's going to get coached by Rob Ryan, and I think Rob will do a great job with him. This is where they had to go, right? They had to go defense. And, again, what's interesting to me is, guys, you know, I heard uh, Mel Kuyper say that he's, he'd been talking to pro scouts and that Jalen Carter was not going to fall. We just had – a, you know, another pick go, a seventh pick in the draft go, and Jalen Carter has not gone yet. He's the most talented player in the draft, and he hasn't gone, and we're at the eighth pick. That's it's incredible. I, I just it's going to be interesting to see when the first wide receiver goes. Also, when how far will they fall down? Will when will teams start to see value there? Uh, Connell, I mean, you're you're getting the guy here in Tyree Wilson that you're going to sort of partner up with Max Crosby. It's a good day for for the Raiders. Yeah, like this is this is this is a good pick. This is a good pick. Maybe you know, like if they could, like you, you, if you were playing, you know, Madden or something, and you wanted to trade down three picks, you probably still could have gotten them. But this is this is a good pick. You know, you pick someone who's going to who is at least going to be a good player right now. And like you still have, you know, you still have Max Crosby, who's gonna, you know, increase. Like both of them are basically gonna be able to work off each other. So if one maybe doesn't have a sack one game, most likely the other one does because if you have two guys on both sides, you can only double team one guy. I think I think it's a good point you guys are making about Crosby, because Crosby can be this guy's big brother. You know, he's gonna be the guy that's gonna show him how to be a pro. You know, Crosby's great in the locker room. He's a, you know, you watch him on the sideline and he's always working with the, with the other players on, you know, what, what can you do? What's, you know, what move is going to work? I think this is a great point you make that Crosby can be the mentor to this guy on the other side of the field. And he, Crosby's one of those guys that gets everybody to play harder too. We've got uh, Jason Hayes coming in now from Pro Football Ireland. Jason, how's the forum, sir? Uh, welcome in. First off, How are we doing, Les? Irishman in Canada. How are you doing? Yeah, well, first of all, I'm, I'm impressed to see that, that you guys are still awake back home. I have it a bit easier this year. It's my first time watching the draft in a normal time zone. Um, so I was expecting to see one of you falling asleep by now, but great. Uh, clearly, Jeff has, has kept you guys awake. Jeff, are you enjoying it so far, though? Toronto. What are you doing in Toronto? <laughs> like, just, just shaking things up, basically. You know, nothing not specific brought us here. We were just a bit... Um, you know, stuck in a rot at home. So we said, let's shake it up and come to Canada for a while. It's, it's not you, a permanent thing or anything, you know. Are you the only Cardinals fan in Toronto? 
<laughs> I was well, I was probably one of the only Cardinals fans in Ireland, but yeah, it's, it's, it seems pretty rare here. It's rare everywhere, apparently. Even in Arizona, I've been, I've been to Arizona a few times. About the wheeling and dealings of your birds today. Oh my God, it's been such an up and down night so far. Um, <laughs> mainly up since the draft actually started, but I don't know did you guys see about five minutes before the, the kickoff. Um, Adam Schefter reported that uh, Cardinals were done for tampering, basically. Uh, but look, that was resolved um, behind the scenes with the Eagles. But in terms of the trades, I'm absolutely delighted. I think Monty Asenfort has got his guy, picked up a first round and a third round pick yesterday uh, or for next year for, for free, basically. Um, but I'd say if they, if they didn't make a trade happen, Paris Johnson would have been that guy at number three anyway. So it's you know, I think he's. It's a, it's an instant upgrade on Steve Kine, which doesn't say a lot. To be fair, uh, that's not hard to do. Uh, but yeah, I'm impressed so far. We are um, thirty to forty seconds away from a big pick in it. It's a big pick, so we'll just we'll just leave it for a second. But uh, Jason, just just before we get this pick, and if I do cut you off, I'm really really sorry. Hi, um, your heart must have sank with a five to one. Well, our time when you seen that whole tampering thing, you're going. This is it. The Cardinals are about to do it again, baby. And then, and then, whenever they trade down a three, and then suddenly, I mean, like it's just a, it's like a yo-yo being a, car, a Cardinals fan at the minute. Oh, what a time to reveal it! Like I know, um, <laughs> excited. I was buzzing for the draft to start. Had my beer in hand. Great night ahead. And Adam Schefter pops up and, and ruins my mood. Um, <laughs> but no, look, the actual the way they resolved this doesn't turn out too bad. We move back to the end of the third round as opposed to the start. But we did get a fifth round pick back next year um, in a draft class that that's looking a bit deeper, although it's far too early to say. So, you know, these analytic guys putting out their trade value charts and all this that I don't understand, but it looks like pretty good, pretty even um, trade on paper. So, look, it's it just sums up the mess that the team is right now, but uh, damage is, is minimal. Senor Reinbold. Uh, the Falcons are picking at Ocho at eight. It's 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 late. I'm trying to stay awake here. We're going to three a.m. before anybody tries to keep me on past three a.m. Here, it's not happening. I I'd love to do it, but not not this year. Jeff, who are the Falcons going to pick at eight? Because the picks in, and if it's who I think it is, sweet Mary, Jesus of Nazareth. It's it's late. I can say it. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to say it now. Twenty eighth of April, my time, my my date. If this is who I think it is, they'll win the division. Right, let's, hear it. let's hear who you think it is. I think it's Bijan Robinson. Oh, I think you it think is. Bijan Robinson is going to be that big a difference maker in Atlanta. I think when you've already got two running backs there, was it Algier, pa- uh, Cordell Patterson? You bring in, I mean, you, you got Desmond Ritter, just hand it off, hand it off, and every down, different running back every time, and <laughs> just put this guy in. All right, here's the selection that they have got. Um, Roger's not. Oh, I don't know. I I think this is great, but I just want the selection to be. Uh, oh my sweet God! Right, there's there's a lot of stuff going on here, and this is where this is hard on nights like this to try and keep up with things. So I don't think we're gonna. So basically, the Eagles have traded up one. So I think they're picking before Chicago now. Next, does anybody want to jump in? Because there's four of us here now. So if anybody wants to jump in and just give us some opinions here while we're waiting, while the Falcons go, but uh, I think. Falcons are going to go with probably Will Levison. I think the Eagles have just probably traded up to get either a cornerback or Jalen Carter. Oof. 
I would think, you know, I, I, I kind of like Carter at the Eagles because there's a lot of veteran defensive linemen that can get that kid straightened out. And you pair him up with Jordan yeah. Davis in the future. Yeah, there's going to be they're going to be a nasty pass rush in Philadelphia for a long time. And, uh, you know, you think about it, there's some veteran guys in that in that defensive line room that understand what pro football is all about and can help this kid along his path. I think that's really, really would be a smart move. Jeff, go you first, my friend. Uh, Bijan Robinson's playing for the Falcons, just been drafted at eight, and they've now got a few bell cows in that offense. Best running back by a country mile. Beast would be the word. No no question he's the best running back. I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's a three-down back. Now, you want to go back by committee. Um, I don't know why you would have – B. John Robinson stand on the sideline, you know, when, you know, to me, if you're going to, if you're going to take B. John Robinson, you're going to make him the feature guy and let him be that guy. Cause he is too good with the ball in his hand, no matter how you get it to him, whether you get it to him, throwing it to him or handing it to him, he's too good with the ball in his hands to ever stand on the sideline. So this will be interesting to see what that does and what that offense is going to morph into with him. Super talented kid, great character kid, the only hole in him is he's not a great pass protector, but that's not what he's getting paid to do. He's getting paid to be out of the backfield and make plays with the ball in his hands. And certainly the Falcons, you know, that, that's an upgrade for Atlanta. Connell, um, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and now Bijan Robinson getting young, well, hopefully young stars in the offense for Atlanta in an interesting division. This is, uh, that NFC side is going to be interesting to watch next year. Yeah, it's it's a division in transition, I guess, uh, is the best way to put it. You know, I basically none of the none of the teams have a, you know, have an elite quarterback, but I think that just makes it even more interesting right now. And I'm I'm actually really looking forward. I think that's probably going to be the closest division, you know, uh, at the moment. I mean, you have the first overall pick quarterback going there. I and I I just want to put this out there. I think the reason Philadelphia have actually traded up. Is probably because they maybe thought Bijan Robinson was going to drop to them at ten, and then since he didn't, now they're like, well, we're going to just jump ahead of Chicago and probably get. Surely it's Jalen Carter. Like, oh, but I like no. they need no because they're all, I mean their offensive line they can pick someone in the third round and turn them into an All Pro in two years. Like that's how good they are at tra- training offensive linemen. So I, I don't um, know. Yeah. It was, it's it's going to be interesting to see who to pick here. While we're waiting, Jason, um, Eagles up next. Have you any thoughts on Robinson? And, you know, obviously this, the Eagles going ahead of the Bears is interesting, obviously, depending on who they have. The Titans are up in a couple of picks as well. Um, and Detroit, in, at some point here now, are going to have two picks within six in the next 20, 30, 40 minutes. It's all kicking off. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting point about the uh, the Eagles trading up. Um now that Robinson is gone, because it, it kind of makes you believe that they were happy with Robinson or maybe another guy, and maybe that guy is Jalen Carter, whereas Chicago Bears are probably in the privileged position now where they'd be delighted to add either a Jalen Carter or a Skaronsky onto the offensive line. So when you're in a situation like that where you have two guys that you probably you'd be happy either way, um, why not trade back one pick and, and get one of them? Let Eagles make the decision for you. I'm not sure the exact compensation that was involved when I traded. Did you guys hear that? Um, it was just a, they traded their pick and then a fourth round pick. 
next year. Well, yeah. So look, if if they're happy with either guy, um, that's look. I'm assuming now that these will be the next two picks. Um, could go anyway, but um, it's basically a free fourth rounder. Let's see what happens. I, I I'm trying to avoid Twitter like the plague here, Jeff. So you, just to repeat to everyone here, Jalen Carter is the best player in this draft, as far as you're concerned. He's the best. He's most talented player in the draft. I didn't say he's the best player because the best player has to play hard all the time, right? Mm. And the best player doesn't come with a bunch of off-field issues. He is the most talented player in the draft. Now, you take that pick, then you've got to invest an awful lot of man hours, an awful lot of resources in managing that that guy because he can't manage himself. He's proven that, right? You don't show up to your pro day nine pounds overweight and not be able to finish the drills if you can manage your own personality. You don't get in trouble with the, with the law twice for bad decisions behind the wheel of an automobile at high speed twice in college if you can manage your personality. He is going to be a handful for whoever he goes to. Now, can, it, can he you know, fix himself? Sure he can. And he's going to get every resource available because the NFL has tons and tons of them. Mm. Now, but, you know, this is not without precedence in the past. The Eagles, or excuse me, the Buffalo Bills had a defensive lineman a couple years ago who was a pro bowler and got arrested for drag racing. And his career, he was let go and went to Jacksonville and was out of football three years later. So, you know, you're spending an awful lot of money and an awful important pick on a guy that has some issues off the field. Now, some teams, it's worth the risk. We'll see. It seems like everyone's going to bed on the comments at <laughs> the one time. So I don't know what's going on there. <laughs> if, they made the, if the Eagles made them all go to bed here, f- thanks to everyone that's either watched this, live, commented, listened, uh, you know, podcast, whatever. Uh, just waiting for this pick to come in here now. Uh, very, very quickly... Uh, Connell, I'll go to you. We're waiting on Roger to come in. You reckon to be Jalen Carter? Yeah, you reckon? Uh, that's that would be my thinking. But if he doesn't get picked here, like surely the lowest he falls is to Detroit's next pick, and that would be if Chicago doesn't like him. Just I, I think he's going here. Yeah. Sorry, it's late. I I I I I hear a slight gap, and then I'm going. Jason, very very quickly, when are the Cardinals picking again? Um, so after that last trade, we, we had two second round picks at the very start, but um, just the one second round pick now again. So I think it's 33 or something. The, the, the text in the second round or so must be 33. It could be good um, crack tomorrow night then. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't rule out, you know, we still have the wild card of DeAndre Hopkins and what's going to happen there. So, you know, is there potential that they're going to uh, package that second rounder and Hopkins and try to move back into the first round? Well, it wouldn't be like the Cardinals to have a quiet night anyway. Jeff, Jalen Carter is going to the Eagles, my friend. React, react. This is your moment. I think. I think it's. I think it's smart. You know, again, he's a great talent. And again, you're talking about a guy that's going to walk into a locker room, walk into a defensive line room in particular, and there's going to be a lot of alpha males in that locker room. He's going to have a, one of his college teammates will be in there. There's going to be guys that have been there, done it, and are, you know, pro bowlers that, you know, so it makes sense because one of the reasons I thought he might go to Detroit is for the same reason. If you have the right chemistry, if you have the right culture in your room, you can manage these kinds of guys, right? 
But if you don't, if you're shaky, if you've got shaky leadership in your football team, and remember the guy that they just gave all that guaranteed money to in Philadelphia is one of the best leaders in football, right? Jalen Hurts will help this kid. The environment in Philadelphia will help this kid. This is a team that covets pass rushers. He's not going to have to play 65 plays. He's going to have to play 40, and he's going to have to play 40 really, really well. With his talent level, in my opinion, for the Eagles, it's well worth the risk. And just to sort of go on that, uh, Colonel, like, you look at the Eagles and yes they started to lose guys in free agency but they've been building it up ever since obviously lost coordinators that's a hell of a pick there at nine yeah I think that this is and you have to also think about this from a roster building type mindset as well right because if they re-sign Fletcher Cox to just the one year deal you know so that allows him to just come in and help Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis even more and then they can move him on next year and they still have two elite, or hopefully elite for them anyway, defensive tackles. But then you think about it even more, like their their roster, right? They have these two guys for the next four years, basically, so long as everything goes right. But also if you have concerns over Jalen Carter's mindset and his you know physical condition, if he's going to be the third choice guy right from the start, you can let him sit out and you can let him get his mind right. So that's that's probably the best idea, I think, to do with Jalen Carter right now. Um, this guy, Jason's got like a rare combination of like, he's really quick, he's powerful, but he's got great control of his body as well. I can't wait to see him play in the league, man. He's, even just looking at his highlights right now, he, he's, he's he a really, bit of a he seems to be the, um he seems to be the consensus top talent in the draft in terms of on the field play. Um, so, as look, as Jeff was saying, a successful team like the Eagles and a solid team like that is the perfect situation for him to walk into. They led the league in sacks last year and um, it looks like they're going to keep getting stronger. So I don't envy the offensive lines they're going to be coming up against next year. They'll have some sleepless nights for sure. Um in terms of his off-the-field concerns, definitely something that needs to be managed. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I, I think it was Daniel Jeremiah I was listening to um, a few days ago, and he was mentioning that there is a bit of a distinction between off-the-field off concerns in terms of, you know, um, whatever uh, legal issues he was getting into and stuff like that, um, but also in terms of effort on the field and one of the things he said is that there's not much doubt about when he is on the field, he's a great player and he gives a lot of effort. Um, he's played through multiple injuries throughout college um, and done his, uh, given his everything when he is out there. So as long as he can, um, as long as they can manage Jalen Carter, the person, and put him in good situations um, to be out there, make plays, I think it's definitely a good situation for him. Jeff, I think we're going to lose these two lads after the Chicago pick. So, just very quickly on this, um, you talked a lot about, you know, not just in the People's Draft, but in your show over the last few weeks about um, the Northwestern offensive tackle and, you know, how Chicago kid. Surely this is a home run pick here at 10 for the Bears. This Surely. One, this, this one is a made in Hollywood pick right here, right? Because here's a kid that grew up in suburban Chicago. He goes to Northwestern, which is in Evanston, which is on the North Shore of Chicago, not far from Wrigley Field, 
he gets drafted by the Bears and he plays his entire career in Chicago. I mean, it don't get better than that. Like Dick Butkus, the legendary Bears Hall of Fame linebacker, went to Chicago Vocational High School, but he went to the University of Illinois, which is downstate in Champaign. This kid has never played a home game outside of the Chicago metropolitan area. And I think for him to go there would be outstanding. Uh, I will say he actually he actually has played a home game outside of Chicago. I love oh it. Oh my god. I, I completely forgot about that as well. I mean it's that seems like that long ago. So it picks in for the Bears. Uh Titans are currently on the clock. Jason, while we have you, mate, do you want to give us any hope or guessing on who the Bears might pick here? Are you, are you like us? You're just sitting here going, how could the Bears mess this up at the minute? Yeah, I think um, I, I think Skaronsky, um, just for, you know, Justin Fields was underdressed constantly last year. Um, and if he is their guy, they need to give him more time to throw and make standard quarterback plays rather than just asking him to run around and be Superman on every play. Um, oh, wow. So I, Oh dear. Do we have a pick? It's not Skaronsky, <laughs> Jeff. It's, um, it's Darnold Wright from Tennessee. A third-ranked tackle. Um, it's plug-and-play, but he can get himself into some trouble. I- I'm-, I'm shocked at that because Jason, yourself, Connell have all said there about Skaronsky. Wow, that is... This is, this is... this is a... I won't say it's a reach pick because this kid's a, as a right tackle. This kid's a good, good football player. Right, and you watch him against Georgia. He played really well against Georgia, and and they got a bunch of pass rushers. But sentimentally, and I think me personally, I, I think Skronsky's going to be a guard in the NFL. I don't see him as a tackle. But you know, I had Darnell Wright listed as my second offensive tackle on my board. Okay, okay, lads, do you want to react to this before we bounce to the crack? Connell, what do you think of Darnell Wright? I mean, like he's he's not bad. He's 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 very good. Like you don't you don't get picked in the NFL draft if you're not good. And I think all basically like he's he's one guy that you maybe you're waiting two or three years for him to reach his his best form. You know he's not going to be exactly the finished product straight away. But I I still think he's good. There's some little inconsistencies, but he's definitely one of the more physical guys. Like he will just pancake somebody just for the fun of it if he gets the chance um because that's just the type of guy he is really yeah um jason any final words from yourself mate because i i i know i know we've had young quickly and there's been a lot of stuff happening with the cardinals any thoughts on that bears pick yeah well look maybe i was um paying too much attention to the mock drafts because almost everyone seemed to have skronsky to bears um but you know recent years there's been a it doesn't always pan out when you draft a player and try and play him in a different position. So maybe his shorter arm length and the fact that they probably would have to move a guy like Skronsky into guard uh, made them go a different direction to a, just an out-and-out tackle. Um, so, yeah, interesting to see how that plays out. I completely understand why they went offensive line in general, though, because they do need to give Justin Fields more time after that disaster last year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, can I just say before we let these lads go, Jeff? Um, I haven't talked to these boys about this. Just obviously a massive thanks to everyone involved in PFI. But the fact is, um, Jason, you're in Toronto there, Connell. It's two o'clock in the morning, mate. I, I, I 
would like to publicly say how much I appreciate this uh, having you boys on. Um, let's do this in Dublin next year live in a bar. We'll, I'm right. not even joking. And we'll find right. a way to either get Jeff over or we'll have him on the video. I'm fully serious. We'll get a few pints. We'll get microphones that works and we'll go live for the whole first round of the draft. Let's do it. Um, but uh, just massively appreciate you lads and, and thanks so many for coming on. And Colin, get to bed. It's, it's too soon. Yeah. Like. I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. I'll see, see you today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah see you on today. Uh, Jason, I'll, I'll see you very soon, mate. And, and obviously, folks, uh, I'll, I'll drop Colin and Jason's um, socials in the in the bottom. Um, Jason's is here right now, so I'll say at Jason Heads NFL, but Connell, I'll, I'll drop yours in there as well. Um, and just while, just before we go, I'm going to kick these boys out the minute I say this. Scaronzi's going to the Titans. So, is that go. right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> then I think that means Levis falls surely to Washington. That's my exactly. that's my final. There's your final uh, thing. We, yeah, we can't uh, go to bed till Levis is picked, so... Oh, lads. <laughs> <laughs> but this hey, lads, Willis last year where everyone thought he was going first round and fell to the third round. <laughs> There's definitely going to be a drop anyway. Um, lads, here, f- thanks a million. Uh, yeah. I'll chat to you soon, lads. Thank Great you, job, man. Cheers, guys. Appreciate you, boys. Bye. Appreciate it. Have See a good one. Uh, there we go. All right, now, Mikey was... was Stronsky was what picked Tennessee? I'm trying to do I'll my... Tell you, I'm not, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how I've seen that. Um, Mr. Hogan is tweeting for us at the minute, you know, like graphics and stuff, uh-huh. and he's just put that out ahead of time. So um, that is why I'm just. Uh, I'm actually we're we're gonna get Michaela on before we end this broadcast, but I'm just gonna send her a link while we're on here now because I can't multitask, Jeff. But um, is what pick? What pick was that? What number? I think I want to say eleven. Um, I'll check now. 11, yeah. And, and Darnell Wright was the 10th. Yes. You know what's really interesting about this, Mike, is we've watched this. None of the tight ends have gone. It's a deep tight end class. We've only had one defensive back go. No linebackers have gone, and not a single receiver. In this day and age of throwing catch the ball, not a single receiver has gone off the board, and we're through the first 11 picks of the draft. It's insane, Jeff. It's absolutely insane. It's it's absolutely insane. It's uh, it's good crack. We've <laughs> we've literally got the the president of the AFI is the only guy watching us on YouTube. But we've thirty thousand people. <laughs> we've thirty thousand views on Twitter here. Um, that's outstanding. Is... That's a, thank you, everybody. That's that's viewed us and get get your questions in and get your takes in. We'll we'll chop it up. Lions up on the clock now. Uh, they are on the clock, but the NFL is yet to announce Tennessee's pick, basically. So we're waiting on Tennessee's pick to come in, and that's why I'm... Dave McCormick is commenting on Twitter saying Dave... Or sorry, I'll saying Dave. Will Levis to the Patriots? That would be interesting. We're, we're live for another 30 minutes. Now, Jeff, I would love to sit here all night with you, my friend. But I have to get up at 7 o'clock. I have to get up in five hours, not even four and a half hours. So, um, genuinely, though, if, if, I, if time wasn't an issue for me tonight... Um, it's coming on. It, this it, this is going slower than usual in the sense of the picks usually fall a lot fast. This could be going on to five six o'clock in the morning our time. I think. Well, I think the thing that is making it slow down is we got all these trades because then you know the trades take time and that you know takes you off the clock and you know so it's it it is kind of a natural output of this thing. I think you know you think about these lions now and 
they can go a lot of different ways with this pick. They, you know, again, Christian Gonzalez, a secondary player still on the board. Uh, Luke Van Ness from Iowa is a good outside pass rusher. I really think that Miles Murphy from Clemson might go here because he's a outstanding inside guy that can play any of the inside. He played all four of the positions at Clemson, got a great motor and a high, high energy player. So, you know, that would make sense to me if I was Detroit. Um, so P- Peter Saronsky officially, just while I'm tweeting here, has been drafted just there now by the Titans officially. Uh, talk about protection for your quarterback, or if you're sitting in a situation next year, Jeff, where you've got a young quarterback, whether that's, Mil- whether that's Malik Willis or somebody else, um, they're definitely loading up that team and, and getting more space for that guy. So um, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't go ahead of the last pick. I have to say, and that's 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 what I've been surprised with so far this season. I, I thought he would have been perfect, and I know we've talked about this to the death, but I, I thought he would have been perfect for the Bears. You know, I just it's interesting. But look, every one man's trash is another man's treasure, and the Titans. Yeah, you know, it, it makes sense for Tennessee because Tennessee needs to rebuild that offensive line. You know, they Taylor Lewan's out of there now. You know, they got they've got they've gotten old at the position, and this, that's a team that wants to run the football and. Gronsky will give him a, a, a real fine player, I think, for a number of years. Big shout out to Michael Lavery, who's also part of the PFI college football team like Connell. Uh, Michael doesn't have enough Wi-Fi to come on here tonight. I know he's watching right now and he's got it. He can't come on. Uh, we're going to bring Mikhail on in, 10, or in five minutes to close out the, the last part. And then, and then me and Jeff will close out this show. Jeff, I wish we could do this all night, man. I'm sorry. I feel bad. No, I feel all like- right. You know what? I understand you got things you got to do. It's just you could draft. go like old style yeah. on like Periscope and huh? stuff and start doing <laughs> that. No. Hey, um, let's go back and recap the first eleven picks, right? As you look yes. at that, um, when you when you say okay, first Bryce Young, no question. C.J. Stroud, great job. Now the the interesting the Titans, or excuse me, the Texans trading back to get the third pick after they make the second pick right and they go with a you know with a defensive player and i think the cleanest prospect in the draft uh with will anderson from alabama and then the colts take anthony richardson fourth and that's the first reach that i that i think we saw in this draft Right. Just, uh, just while you're talking there, I um, I'd, I'd really don't mean to put in this. Just, just, just so you, just so you can see it, Jeff. They have had the camera on Levis for the last two minutes, as if you know it's his like historic like I'm waiting moment here. If that makes remember, sense. Remember, remember they had that camera on on Aaron Rodgers for a long time, not too many years ago, and you know this that that has got to be tough on that kid to see everybody else going off the board and he's still sitting there. Uh, Seattle. Deion Witherspoon at five. I like that one a ton. And, you know, Pete gets another defensive back. The Arizona takes Paris Johnson at six. And, you know, again, got to help protect that franchise quarterback. Uh, you know, I, I just I think it's, it's really gone, with the exception maybe of Richardson that high, it's gone pretty close to oh. the guys you oh. think would go. Oh, the Lions have selected running back Jamar Gibbs from Alabama. Wow. 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 
Wow. Where do you start there? But, um... You know, I don't want to, when I say wow, I'm not downgrading the player because he's a good player, right? But, and I understand they got to fill, they got to fill the Jamal Williams hole, right? But I just don't see him. I mean, they got two more picks in the, probably the next 12, I think, right? Because of the trade, they've traded back. Yeah. So, and... Why would you take him here? Because he's going to be available down deeper in the and draft. That's if he's not, awesome. you've got Spears and Charbonnet also, Jeff. You can just. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't. Th- this one is a little bit of a surprise. And as much as they need inside helpers on, you know, defensive linemen and, and Miles Murphy's still there. So that's that is a that is a bit of a reach. I did not even have him rated a first round pick. As Davis said in the comments on Twitter, they got DeAndre Swift. And David Montgomery already in the running back room. I don't think anybody, Jeff, predicted two running backs in the top 12 of this draft. No. In many mock drafts. No way. And the no people's way. draft was, go- was going so well there with all the, all, all the players. This guy, this guy turn, un, un, you know, turned the card over. Before I bring Michaela in a couple of minutes, Sky's taking a break. Well, NFL Network's taking a break. Packers are on the clock here now. It's it's hard to look. Obviously, there's obviously certain players that you could pick, but if you look at the depth chart in Green Bay, Jeff, like my goodness me, they need everyone apart from maybe a quarterback. If you believe in Jordan Love that much, I mean, would you go a wide receiver here and try and get some you know long term youthful talent that position, or do you think I don't, you I, you know, I don't, if you're gonna take a wide receiver, it's in Jiba. The kid from Ohio State. Oh, you I have to go with him, yeah, if you're going to do it. I wouldn't be surprised, Michael, if they didn't take Kincaid, the tight end from Utah here. Typical you know, Green Bay sort of move. I know you're a big Michael Mayer fan, but <laughs> I don't know if Michael Mayer is as athletic and as good a pass catcher as Kincaid is. I think Kincaid's the most natural catcher of that tight end group. Let, let, let me just ask you, because we're on a break, and uh, Aiden, who's the president of AFI is watching this he's saying the draft he's literally whatsapp me so hi and saying the draft is falling nicely for the Steelers um, anyone that you think they could go for Jeff at the minute I, I have oh, baby, I say, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Joey Porter how about you know Joey Porter play where his dad played I think that'd be a fantastic fit for a story it's like a movie draft isn't it yeah it's the exact, it's the exact same um, so we're just waiting on this to happen now. That's really interesting. If they go after a tight end, you know, instead of a wide receiver, we'll, we'll, we will see the crack. But um, man, I'm fading now. I'm fading. I'm gonna bring Michaela in, Jeff. I don't think you've talked to her before, but Michaela, give me a thumbs up. You're ready to go in here? Yes. Thumbs up. Can you hear me, Michaela? Potentially. No. I, I, I'm gonna put it in the the chat. It's it's late at night. <laughs> um. This is this is when you're multitasking things, Jeff, and you're trying to do everything. But so, are you putting the, the neck in the line here and saying, um, are you putting your neck out in the line saying that, that they'll go after a tight end or, or wide receiver then for the Packers? Yeah, I, I just think that you know you look at what the Packers' needs are. They're they're pretty good on defense right now, and you know I really think they got great running backs. And where they're deficient still is you, you know you lost Lazard, so that's one you have to replace. Um, I, I think that they need a tight end and, you know, that tight end will be really helpful for that young quarterback. And so, you know, both Dalton, Dalton Kincaid out of Utah and Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame are good 
tight ends, both 6'4 or better, both 240 pounds or better. I think Kincaid's a little smoother, a little better route runner, a little more supple than, than Mayer is. But, you know, Mayer, you know, goes by the nickname of Baby Gronk, and that ain't a pretty that, – that's a pretty nice comparison. It is. It is. Uh, take it and run. Right, we're, we're back on here now, so I don't think we're too far from this Packers pick. We'll probably get the Packers pick and then the Patriots pick, Jeff. I think that'll probably do us, to be honest with you. Uh, here's Michaela. She can hear us now. Um, I'm going to bring Michaela in. Michaela, how's it going? You good? I'm, I'm good. How are you guys? Hey, Michaela, how are you? Hi. Aloha. I'm very jealous of Jeff. <laughs> that background is unbelievable the palm trees the sun we're all sitting here freezing at three o'clock in the morning i i i'm gonna be the real uh nerd here and say michaela do you mind turning your tv off for like five minutes it's just that the nfl might take us down and then we're, we're all screwed and i'll cry all night it'll be grand i'm only, I'm only joking we're just saying there michaela i mean like just just before we get in here now um i might cut you off here just to chat to jeff if the packers pick comes in very quickly but Mm-hmm. How have you enjoyed this so far? Because it's 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 exceeded my expectations tonight. It's been great crack, hasn't it, so far? Yeah, it's been very exciting. And I'm not going to lie, I woke up, I missed the first pick. But we all knew it was going to be Bryce Young. So at least I woke up to see Shroud go second. And then obviously the big trade from the Texans to go third to get Will Anderson. But um, surprised a few people that are falling down the, the board. Like uh, Christian Gonzalez, thought he would have been gone by now. Um, Will Levis as well. Like I mean, it's it's mad. I'm I'm hoping here now. Like J- Jeff reckons that the Packers are going to go after a wide receiver or tight end, so it's going to be interesting. And I've also turned the TV off for you here, so you can't even see the pick. I'm sorry, Michaela. So as I'm speaking here, multitasking, Jeffrey, uh, Goodell's walking out right now. Here it is. Let's have it. Here we go. Green Bay Packers select. Lucas Van Ness. Edge out of Iowa. Wow. Wow. Now, Lucas Van Ness is a young kid. He's only, you know, came out after his second year. He has never started a game in college. Never. Never started a game. Now, he played in the rotation. He was a situational pass rusher. He plays all over, up and down the line. He is a very, very good player. But this is a reach a little bit and not a need pick either because, mm. you know, the Packers have got pass rushers. The Packers are playing better defense. Now you got to get weapons around a young quarterback and you got both of the two top-rated tight ends and the best receiver, all of the best receiver. We haven't had a receiver go. When is the last time we got this far into the draft, midway through the first round, and you haven't had a receiver come off the board? I mean, that's shocking, to be honest. But, you know, again, they want pass rush, and you can see, again, how the NFL has changed. We have not had a linebacker taken, right? This is the third edge we've had taken. So, again, it speaks to what, you know, you have to do, and that's hit the quarterback and protect the quarterback. I was saying, Michaela, before you come on to Jeff there, um, if you look at the Packers' death chart, it's so bare at the minute because of players that have left in free agency. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is gone, but you know mainly because players have left their contracts have expired or, or you know they're, they're out or whatever or they've been traded. Um, and I'm a bit surprised by this pick. I mean, this guy needs a lot of uh, work. 
And I guess the Packers are, are the Packers in for the long haul here, it seems. Yeah, I'm a bit surprised when you said his name, uh, to be honest, because you're keeping me updated now since you forced my hand to turn <laughs> off my TV. Just joking. Um, yeah, I thought they would have went receiver or they would have went tight end. I'm kind of surprised they went defense, but, you know, we don't know the minds of the general manager, the head coach, so they obviously have their reasons. Um, I've actually got some Jeff Bricken news. You ready? Everyone to guess what Bricken yep. news is? No? Is that a trade? It is true. Sorry, it's probably the last bit. We're probably the last bit we're going to have tonight. Jeff and Michaela, the Steelers have traded with the Patriots. Steelers are picking at fourteen here tonight. Interesting as we watch here now. Jeff, fourteenth pick. Where do the Steelers go here? They brought in Alan Robinson recently as well, back in Pitt. Yeah, um, but you know, you know who I want. To, I want the Steelers to take here, and I mean, it's just too great a story to have Joey Porter's kid playing back in Pittsburgh. They need secondary help. He's 6'2", he's long, he's tough, he's physical. He's a great kid. You know, I played at Penn State. There's a lot of reasons to make it Joey Porter Jr. But again, there's some very, very good players still on the board. And, you know, the Steelers need help in the offensive line. There's a couple offensive linemen that are out there. That uh, Roderick Jones from Georgia, 6'5", 311-pound tackle, is still on the board. Uh, Dewan Jones, 6'8", 374, the giant tackle from Ohio State, still on the board. Uh, they've also got inside. There's some good inside offensive linemen. Osiris Torrance out of Florida, 6'5", 290-pound guy. That's a road grader inside. And then John Michael Schmitz, the, the, the center at Minnesota, is a is an outstanding, outstanding pro-ready center. So they can go a lot of different ways, but obviously you don't trade up in this spot unless you have somebody targeted. Well, we're gonna see the pick is in. Do you want to do any guesses here, Michaela? Just, just sit like, I, or if you're like me, just say yes, Porter, and just trust Jeff in his process. That, that, that's me at the minute, to be honest with. You. Yeah, I'm gonna trust Jeff in his process. I have no idea who they're gonna go with here. Just so many holes they can fill. Here's like the T-shirt, literally like trust Jeff. Jeff, I think you should do like a draft guide next year, man. We should. Like, see what we you just should. said there. You, you should we do should. it. I, I don't know how we're gonna do it, but we should. I'm just making more work for myself now. I'm just just talking, aren't I? It's gonna because I love the draft. I, I love watching football players. I, I watch tape twenty four seven. And my wife will tell you that it's just uh, it's it's like an an addiction. And these these guys are all great players. There's a lot of ways Pittsburgh could go here. Big time, big time. Um, they're really rising this out. I mean, Michaela, like I have openly said, I'm, I'm ending the show at three o'clock. Is your plan to stay up all night? Or are you going to do what Jeff does and go to a different time zone and just enjoy the whole day there? It's like, what, two o'clock over there now, three o'clock? No, I wish we had that um, luxury of staying up and watching the whole draft. Um, I'll probably stay. Oh. To be honest, I'm not feeling tired, so I might just stay up till whenever I feel tired. I say I'd make it to maybe the 20th pick. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't mm. do it. Um, right, picks in. We're waiting here. Come on. Like, Pittsburgh, please, come on. Come on. Like, I've never seen as many terrible titles in my life, Jeff. They're just... Here we go. Now, I have not seen any picks. I don't know. I have not seen any comments online. So, this is the live pick. Yeah. 
the Pittsburgh Steelers select right Jeff you're gonna have to help us here Broderick Jones tackle out of Georgia yep that's what we said the highest rated tackle still on the board tremendous tremendous athlete Mike he can run four nine and that's you know at six five 311 pounds he's he's got great strength he's a real point of attack player he, he's an extremely good run blocker I think for Pittsburgh this makes a ton of sense because you want to keep building around picket that's your that's going to be your guy they've been going through this rebuild in the offensive line a couple years now this guy gives them i think a tremendous tremendous guy that you can build your offensive line around for the next five years it's a it's a good pick not my sentimental pick for the steelers but again sentiment gets you beaten this in this business players help you win games and, and roderick jones is a great player michaela when you've got a young quarterback in, in in the sense for Pittsburgh, like like Kenny Pickett, it's good to get as much protection around him as possible. So they're leveling up there. Yeah, I always think if you have a quarterback, especially, you know, they only drafted him recently, Kenny Pickett, I always think you have to protect the quarterback. Like I was very firm in my belief that the Bengals, now at the time, I don't think it now, when they chose Jamar Chase, I thought they should have went with Sewell, obviously, because Joe Burrow didn't have any protection. But I was wrong about that, obviously. But I always do agree that if you have a quarterback and he needs protection, just go out and get him the protection. While we have time here, before me and Jeff round this up, right? Uh, I haven't talked to you in like a week. T- tell us the crack about like just your the last few days. Rogers going to the Jets, um, Lamar getting paid tonight. It's it's been a bit of a mad time, Michaela, for a league that doesn't play games for seven months. Uh, I I I know you're like me, and you can't wait for this league to start again just before you go. Yeah, the one thing I always love about the NFL is that like it never stops. So once you have the season, it's kind of like you have free agency, and you see all these great players go to different teams and. And then it comes around to the draft. So there's always something to keep you entertained. Um, we always knew Rodgers was going to the Jets. We knew he was going to leave the Packers this year. Um, well, I know a lot of people are excited about that, but I am per- I don't think it's going to fix the Jets. It, like, I don't think he's going to go and they're suddenly going to be playoff contenders or, or championship, you know, caliber team I think there's going to be a few growing pains and I think you know Rodgers may get a bit frustrated at how quick they're not building and getting to Super Bowls and stuff like that so I don't think it's going to be a fix all the problems type of move and then obviously it's great that Lamar got paid today he probably had Jalen Hurst to thank a little bit for that uh, getting his big contract the Ravens are like okay we'll just give him his you know there's no better quarterback at the moment than that fits our team and fits you know he's already been here he's won MVP you know there's no point in moving on from him so that was good that's good news for Ravens fans yeah I, I would have been raging if he had a went like just as a general fan because he fits in that organization so well and as Jeff opened the show saying Jeff you're bang on he done well for a guy with no agent, you know. He he done well. He 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 done very very well. Michaela, I I know for people listening to this podcast, especially looking forward to getting back and doing NFL specific pods over the next few weeks and months. So uh, mm. looking forward to chatting with you just in in certain teams and stuff. So um, maybe see you tomorrow with the draft party. Hope you enjoy the draft and uh, hope your team picks well. But uh, appreciate you coming on. Appreciate everyone coming on so late, especially when it's. You know, coming on five to three in the morning. But f- thanks so much for coming on. As I said to 
Jason and Connell there as well. Definitely do this in Dublin next year in person. I think I think that's going to be the next step in a bar, and we'll we'll ship Jeff over in a container or <laughs> in a plane somehow. But uh, here we kill it. Yeah, well, thanks so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. Great job, Michaela. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. See you there. Here, thanks so much for Michaela. For Michaela. I can't even talk now. Thanks so much for Michaela coming on. Uh, great crack, Jeff. We have a lot of banter during the season, uh, especially after an NFL Sunday. So I can't wait for that to come on again and just sort of see the crack. Glad we got Michaela on because she was having sound issues there as well. Um, loves Jeff. There you go. Just got a comment there as well. So there you go, Jeff. You're you're a very popular man. We're going to round this off for me anyway, Jeff. On the Jets pick, um, three minutes on the clock. I think we're going to round up this broadcast after the Jets pick, picking fifteenth, the last guy they picked in the first round. Done all right, Sauce Gardner. Um, <laughs> have you this any is, thoughts? Yeah, this is really an interesting one now, because the Jets, you would think would have been in you know in business for one of these offensive linemen you know because again you got ar there you got to protect him um you know paris johnson's gone darnell wright's gone Roderick jones is gone skronsky's gone i don't know there's a there's a kid at oklahoma that's a pretty good offensive lineman but i, I you know again I, I don't i don't have him graded a first round grade uh, Dewan Jones, again, that's not really the kind of guy that you're looking for. He's more of a run-blocking guy. Uh, this is going to be interesting to, to see what they do here. All of the tight ends are on the board still, Mike. You know, you've got not a receiver has come off the board yet. I think it, ha- it has to be now. It has to be now because if you've got Aaron Rodgers coming in there, I know you have weapons, and I think Rodgers has to like, – you have to get someone. If it's Jackson, if it's Smith and Jigba – or Michael Mayer, or the guy you said can can can. I, I think I think you have to go over them. You got well, Alan Lazad. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. One of the problems that Aaron had with the Packers was he didn't feel like they gave him enough input in what happens on draft day, and you know, you, he famously threw his TV remote through the TV, and when they drafted, when they drafted uh, Love, so I think this could be a receiver here and. If it is, you can bet it's one that Aaron Rodgers has his stamp of approval on. I seen like Michaela said there now, but she doesn't think the Jets will be probably as good as certain people. I mean, I, I've seen certain people say that they reckon the Jets go as far as the playoffs. I think the division's too hard for them when you got well, the Dolphins and the Bills. I mean, obviously now you look at you look at that division as one of the better better divisions in football. You got really four good quarterbacks you got you know Brees Hall's got to come back for them he's got to he's got to come back to what he was before he got hurt as a rookie I think he's going to be a dynamic player but again you know this you never can have enough cover guys if you're in a division like this where you've got to cover people there's still of of the nine guys I had rated as first year starters only one of them has gone off the board in the secondary Gonzalez would be an upgrade for him there's a number of those guys would certainly be upgrades for him. So if they go defense, I would see it that way. Although Will McDonald's a really good edge out of Iowa State, still on the board. Um, and then none of those inside guys other than Carter has gone. You know, Miles Murphy's still there. Brian Breesey's still there. Kalijah Cansey's still there. Tui Peloto's still there. It's, I mean, it's just a 
there's a lot of good inside players yet if that's the way they want to go and how how like you've mentioned so many names there how interesting is tomorrow going to be even at the start of that second round just with some guys that have fell out which is going to happen now and um, i'm just intrigued to see if they go defense or if they go offense here and it's it's being kept very quiet online there's there's Aaron Rodgers must have put some super glue on the phones or something. There's no, uh, there's no thing. But yeah, we were, we're, we're, we're going to end it in this pick because your boy's falling asleep. But I, I have to say, Jeff. I mean, we'll talk about this in a second. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Time. It's been great crack, and um, I think we should do it in person next year for the crack. Yeah, this was drafted. You know, this this is the the day that all the you know hope springs eternal for every NFL team because you know you you got a chance to get a guy that should make you a better football team. Unless you're a Rams, Dolphins, Broncos, or Niners, <laughs> <laughs> or Browns, that's tomorrow for me. I mean, that Niners are picking what 99th. <sighs> I mean, that that's a long wait. And talking yeah, we'll about a long wait, we're still waiting we'll this call time. them on Saturday. Hmm? We'll call them on Saturday. Well, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Right, like we're 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 gonna round this off in a second, waiting for Senor Roger to come out here if he ever does. Um. Man, this 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 draft's taking a long, long time tonight. What has been the biggest surprise of the night so far for you? Rogers walking out, but very quickly, I will say, I, I think just because of watching the screen at the same time, I'll, I'll talk for a minute because they've got like a little kid making the pick, and he's got a green suit on or like a green tie and a suit on, and he's going crazy, and he supports the Jets. Um, it was whenever the, it was whenever the ta- when the Texans went to third, because you, you and Connell were talking. I looked up to my to my right here and I seen Tamiko Ryan's go crazy and I was like, Oh, here we go. Here we go. And I'm like, wow. Oh, that's my microphone, which has been fine all night, starts to drop. Um I don't know, I just think I, I just think that that's probably been the one for me. Um like we're still sitting here. Will Levis is available at, at sixteen here. Now we might miss this. But before the Jets make a pick, we've got about 30 seconds. Make a wish kid at the minute here. Could New England at 17 go for Will Levis? Or am I mad? Well, they could, but, you know, and again, there's all this talk about Mac Jones not being a favorite of Bill Belichick right now because he went outside the organization, which is, you know, that's a no-no, absolutely no-no. But I would be shocked with that one. I, I think, you know, we, I say, you asked me the other day on another podcast, you asked me, what's my bold prediction for the draft? And I said that you're going to see three quarterbacks and three offensive tackles go in the first round, right? And we've had four offensive tackles and three quarterbacks right now. Who else is a quarterback needy team at this point? Everybody's got needs now, you know, and, and so we may not see him. He may not go in the first round. So much talk about the Titans and the quarterback, you know, like strangely because they have Malik Willis, but talking about Tannehill, talking about direction, uh, Will McDonald had a farm, EIEIO, um, has been picked by the Jets. There That's go, what Jeffrey. I said. I'll tell you that there's See? one we talked about. There's your pass rusher, your edge guy, and a really, really good football player. So the Jets get better on defense and on offense. And still not a receiver taken, and we're halfway through the draft, first round. And I don't, I do not remember ever that happening, ever, not one time. 
It's a Jeff Reinbold special draft here. You know, I, our Lions are up again, right? Uh, Washington next. I tell you what, let let's stay right. on Washington. No, and then we'll go. This might be a, this might be a landing spot for Levis. This might be a landing spot for Levis. We will stay on that, and we'll, and we'll see the crack. Um, I think that'll be the last one for me because your boy Jeff is feeling like I, I'm I'm getting up whenever you're eating your dinner. If that makes sense, that's how short it is. Um, tell you what, let's 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 round this up before we get the pick. But obviously, Jeff has been um, it's been a great few weeks leading up to the draft, and re- really really enjoyed uh, your your podcast. I think it's going to different different levels. Personally, I I I I know Ollie loves doing it. I think it's a testament to his work ethic that he's so busy with his own job. Uh, a, a pro football network that he uh, he enjoys popping on and talking football and I think that's a testament to him but but j- just also to yourself it's been great crack over the last few weeks and, and I and I, I certainly uh, have fairly enjoyed it you know um, this has been really really good fun tonight and to have a show to have a to have I, I guess it's PFI's first draft broadcast to have Jim on to have Sam on are both very supportive and then they're supporting and they're taking it to the level of your support, Jeff, and it's it's been just just great crack. And um, I think the fact you had Michael, the fact you had over 30,000. 40, 30, 40. 40, I'm sorry, 40,000 <laughs> on Twitter. That is phenomenal, phenomenal coverage for your first one ever. And, you know, again, that's a credit to what you guys are building at Pro Football Ireland. I'm proud of you and proud to be a little bitty part of it. I'd say you're definitely more than a, a little bit part of it, mate. But like you know, we we all and I I certainly appreciate you and appreciate the um, the help and support because I you know, I don't think we'd be here without it. So I, I massively appreciate it, man. And when I jinx this by saying that we'll end it on Washington, they've took a break. Basically, <laughs> did you write can all we, your? Can we blame you... Neil for that? No, if it's Sky, can have, we blame him? No. Have you written all your picks down? <laughs> I haven't actually. I've just been following the draft just because at the minute I'm on Twitter, I've got the stream going, the TV's on. I had to get like get like so for example getting Jason on and getting Connell on, like you know, just getting people on. Um but I usually would but I just have it sitting up here instead. Um Well you know, if you if you just what the coaches and the personnel guys start doing at this point is you start talking about best player available. Who on your board is because you stack your board two different ways. You stack it over here, that's top to bottom. The top player to the last player you got evaluated. Then the other one, you stack based on need, right? Mm. So you say, well, we, we need a cornerback. Well, there's plenty of cornerbacks out there, but if you need an edge guy, there's been a run on edge guys, you probably better go somewhere else. You're not going to take the fifth best edge guy as opposed to taking, you know, maybe the best receiver on the board or the best defensive back who's still there or the second best inside pass rusher. So that's where they're going to start to weigh. Do you go best player available or you draft a need at this position? Do you think so that it comes down, it doesn't even come down to that, like at 20, you think it's now, like that's the time now, like this is the time to pounce Well, it, it, it just depends on, on, on your football team. Everybody has a different threshold for that. Like, you know, you may say that our needs are so pressing at a position, we just don't have a guy that we think is a legitimate guy. 
if a guy can't make you better, significantly better, with a first-round pick, then you better look somewhere else or you better think about a trade down to get more picks or whatever. But you, you don't want to draft a guy who's not better than what you have in the building already. Absolutely. Uh, picks in for Washington. And the camera is showing Will Levis and he does not look happy, man. I don't think it's him. He's sort of like have like like he's having like a little sn- like snigger and laughing and now he suddenly looks man, he looks really annoyed eyes are closed like this this is very much this is my, very much like the Aaron Rodgers year but if if that was you in that position would you not be better staying at home and turning the camera off and waiting do you, do you know or do you well, have to have the camera you know, on or? that's nobody knows who these picks are going to be so when the NFL invites these guys that's the risk you run when you agree to go to that thing, you know, and I'm sure they had a discussion with his agent and everybody else. Is it worth being there? You know, when Joe Thomas, the all pro tackle from the Browns was picked in the first round, he was out on a boat in Lake Michigan fishing with his dad. You know, that's, that's, they weren't going to be a part of all that stuff in New York, in New York city at that time. You know, other guys want to be a part of it. Well, that's all good as long as you get picked. Here's the last pick of the night for us, Jeffrey. The Washington Commanders. I'm just going to say while I'm talking here, I I wouldn't be surprised if something happens with New England and Detroit over the next two in terms of a trade. Emmanuel Forbes, quarterback, Mississippi State. Good looking um, player. Long, good protection thin, there. Yeah, long, thin corner. Um I think maybe a little bit of a reach. He's my fifth-rated corner, but I think will help Washington. Washington needed help in the secondary. Um, you know, this is this. You're in a league where you got dynamic offenses, or a division where you got dynamic offenses uh, in both Dallas and and Philadelphia. So, you know, and the, and the Giants are getting better. So it's an arms race a little bit right here. So again, I think that's a that's a good pick for the Washington Commanders. Let's round off with this. Give me a give me a prediction for the for, for the rest of this draft. I think we see either Trey Lance be moved or Hopkins be moved by the end of the night. I think there's a possibility with both those guys. I think Hopkins, you know, if you're gonna move him, you're gonna move him and it's and his big contract. So somebody's gonna have to be able to swallow that contract. Um, obviously, there'll be a market for him because he's such a great player. Uh, Trey Lance is an is an issue because you got a guy that's not played at all and he's coming off of an injury, so um, I'm not sure how much they would like to unload him. I'm sure, but I'm not sure how much they're going to be able to get for him. Uh, picks in for the Patriots already. Uh, I'll just see if we have any information on that anywhere. Uh, Patriots taking uh, Christian Gonzalez. Great. There's your, there's your. That's my second rated corner. Uh, you know, one of the things that the Patriots get a lot of stick for not being a great at drafting receivers, but one thing they can draft is defensive backs. And this is a long, smooth, man-to-man player, great vision, uh, great athlete. He fits the New England mold. He's real smart. Uh, I think that's a great pick, great value pick by the Patriots. That is us for tonight. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, my friend. No, my, no, honestly, Jeff, I, I rang you before we, we started this, and 
I was wrecked. I was like, oh my God, I'm exhausted here. What am I going to do? Yada, yada, yada. We're like, oh, we'll be fine. I, I really, I, I love doing that. It was great crack. I love chatting to the other lads as well. I think it worked really well. I think people, hopefully, please God, folks, if you listen to this or watch it, you enjoyed it. But uh, I think your analysis, Jeff, is is the best out there by a country mile. So um, uh, not not only a thank you for coming on, but, you know, extremely fortunate that you have come on and, you know, for, forever indebted to you for your, your advice, your knowledge, and I'm, I'm massively appreciative, man. Um, I hope you enjoy the next couple of days of the draft as well. You, you going to put the feet up now and watch nope, the rest? I'm going huh? to watch the rest of it, but I'm not putting my feet up. So, <laughs> you enjoy it. Get some sleep. Right. I will text you in the morning whenever Trey Lance and everyone's been traded and you'll be like Michael you shouldn't have went to bed uh, folks this has been Pro Football Ireland's coverage of the draft we will be back uh, very soon probably over the weekend going through some things I might try and bribe Jeff to do a podcast at 9pm his time on Saturday night potentially we might do a dual thing but we'll definitely be back with the Jeff Rainbow show next week have a bit of crack as well Jeff thanks a million mates and uh, thanks to everyone that's commented watched the works this has been uh, Draft Nights Draft Day Live on Pro Football Ireland uh, Mahalo Jeff all take the best care, take care See mate. Mahalo